At Wildwood Community Church, we are for following Jesus together to the glory of God. We're for the church, for the community, for the nations, and for the next generation. To contact us or for more information, see our website at wildwoodchurch.org. We shared with you last week that there would be a special guest coming to Wildwood today from a distant place. And I'm excited to share with you that that is my friend, Tallis Talbergs, who is the president of Latvian Christian Radio. And interestingly enough, it was 30 years ago this year that Tallis first came to Wildwood. He came to Wildwood to meet Norman's only Latvian, our own Ilgvars Vermelis. And uh, he came to Wildwood at that very first time. Then what was interesting is in 1990, we went to Latvia, and uh, we would actually speak in many of the Soviet culture halls and do evangelistic services, and Tallis was the one who brought the Christian music. Uh, Ilgvars was the one who brought the translation, and then I was able to share the gospel message. And then for the last quarter of a century, we have been involved together with Tallis and Latvian Christian Radio, partnering with them and seeking to reach not only that whole country, but Latvians all around the world. And so it's our great privilege to have Tallis Tallbergs here today, and uh, Ilvars is going to be doing translation. So please welcome my friend, Tallis Tallbergs. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm very, very happy to be in your midst. 30 gadu vai tas ir daudz vai maz. 30 years, maybe many, maybe few. Bet uh, priekš mūžības tas ir ļoti maz. For eternity, that's very little time. Šeit tas ir ļoti daudz. Here, it seems like a lot. Es atvaros tad, kad mēs pirmo reizi tikāmies ar Ilgvaru. I remember the first time that Ilgvars and I met. Tas vēl bija padomu laiks, Latvija bija pad- zem uh, padomu savienības. Latvija was still part of the Soviet Union. Mums prātā nevienāts tas, ka varēsim kopā veidot kristīgo rādio. And it never even entered our mind that we could together work uh, to form Christian radio. Un es domāju, arī Brūsam Hesam nebija prātā, kad viņš varētu sludināt kristīgo vēsti, uh, and it never even entered Bruce's mind that he could possibly even share the gospel in the territory of the Soviet Union. And so much more so through Christian radio. Because at that time, all the frequencies belonged to the Soviet Union. Uh, today up on the screen you see the uh, new Christian radio. 25 years For 25 years we were in uh, in a place that you helped to build. And it turned out that God led that gave us an entire building now. And for a year we're broadcasting from this new location. Thank you all for your tremendous support. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you that you support Bruce's broadcasts in Latvia. That is God's grace that has been given to all of us. 
I know that God blesses you in a very particular way. Tāpēc ka jūs esat paklausījuši Dievam. Because you have been obedient to God. Jo no cilvēcīgā prāta neviens neko labā labu negrib dot viens otram. From from a fleshly worldly mind people really don't want to be giving to one another. Mēs mēs dodam tikai tad, ja atsaucamies Dievu aicinājumā. But we give one uh, when the holy spirit moves. Šeit arī ir kāda kadra no televīzijas studijas, kur mēs raidām arī uh, uh, video. And here we see some uh, frames uh, from Christian radio where we broadcast over the internet through the entire world. On visā pasaulē skatās šos raidījumus. And uh, all over the world Latvians tune into this broadcast. And the next uh, picture. And the, and the next. And the next. And the next. On. <laughs> Pie šī arī apstājoties, vairāk neko nerādīt. Right here, we'll stop. Es esmu šeit tāpēc, ka šeit ir Dievu vīrs. I'm here because of the love of God here. Un Dievu vīrs ir Bruce Hess. And God's man here is Bruce Hess. Un tā ir īpaši privilēģi pazīt Dievu vīru. And it's a particular privilege to know a man of god Gandrīz 30 gadus atpakaļ varbūt 28 gadus atpakaļ Almost 30 years ago about 28 years ago Es atceros kā Bruce Hess man jautāi tāli ko tu vēlētos ko tu sapņo I remember Bruce asked me brother what are you thinking about what do you dream about Un mēs atradamies mikrobusiņā And we were in this uh, tiny little van in Latvia Mēs teic kad Es priecātos, ja būtu tas kristīgais radio. Said I'd be very happy if we could have something like Christian radio. Un es atceros toreiz, mēs turpat busiņā nokritām ceļos un lūdzām. And I remember right there in the bus we got down on our knees and prayed. Un Dievs uzklausīja šo lūkšanu. And God heard this prayer. Slava viņam. Praise to him. Tā ir Dievs žalstība. It is God's grace. Bruce Hess radio runā jau 25 gadus. Bruce Hess has now been broadcasting for 25 years on Christian radio. Kā jūs domājat, cik stundas viņš ir runājis latviešu valodā? What do you think? How many hours did he speak in the Latvian language? 25 gada, gadu laikā, cik daudz viņš ir pateicis? In 25 years, how much did he say? 2000 stundas. 2000 hours. Dievu vārds ir skanējis latviski. The word of God has sounded forth in Latvian. Un ne tikai ir skanējis. But it's not only sounded. Bet šeit jūs redzat vāku žurnālam tikšanās. But here you see the cover of our magazine tikšanās. 12 gadus, katru mēnesi, mēs publicējām Brūskais. For 12 years, every month we published Brūskais sermons. Un kopā ir 144 uh, izdevumi. And altogether we have 144 of the sermons published. Daudz es esmu saņēmis atsauksmes. I've received a lot of uh, response. Tieši par Brūskes. Particularly about Bruce's sermons. Īpaši par to, ka viņš māk ļoti vienkārši pateikt un saprotam Kristus evaņģēlī. Is that he can very simply present Christ's uh, gospel. There was an interesting moment. Kad about 23 years ago. Man piezvanī vīrs. 
This man called me up on the telephone. Kurš padom laikos bija televīzijā ļoti populārs diktors. He was a very very popular TV personality in in Soviet Latvia. Ar ļoti labu nostādīt balss. His voice was excellent the timbre of his voice. Un viņš man piezvana un saka, "Tāli, vai būtu iespējams kaut ko darīt kristīgajā radio?" And he calls me and says, "Tāli, is there something I could do in Christian radio?" Nu es vienīgais domāju, nu ko, nu viņš varētu lasīt kādas grāmatas. Well, I thought, well, maybe he could read some uh, some Christian books. Un viņš lasī kristīgās grāmatas. And he read these books. Bet par cik viņam ir ļoti labi balss nostādīt. In as much as his voice is excellent in tone. Mēs, mēs lūdzam, lai viņš ierunā priekš Brūskais raidījumiem. We, we asked him to uh, do the introduction to Bruce's uh, sermons. Un viņš to darīja. And he, and he did it as well. Oh, viņš beidz lasīt grāmatas. Well, after he had finished reading the books. Kad laikus viņš par viņu neko nezināja. I hadn't heard from him for a number of years. Un tad man piezvanī bija telefons vans. Then I had a phone call. Un es klausulē dzirdu cilvēku, kurš runā ļoti augstā balsī, bet es saprotu, ka tas ir vīrietis. And then I heard someone in a very high pitched voice. I understood it was a man's voice, but very high pitched voice. Viņš saka, Tauber kungs, es zinu, ka jūs man nepazīsiet, bet es esmu Jūras Lapiņš. I said, Tauber, Mr. Tauber, I know that you do, don't, don't uh, remember me, but my name is Jūras Lapiņš. Tas pats vīrs, kas ļoti labā balsī bija lasīgs grāmatas un ierunājis Brūskais introduction. And that was the man whose voice read many of the books and who gave the introduction to Bruce's sermons. I want to thank you so much that I was able to participate in Christian radio, take part. For, for two years, I've had throat cancer. Viņš saka, es visu šo laiku klausos vienīgi un tikai kristīgo rādi. And all this time I listen only to Christian radio. Paldies jums. Thank you. Un pēc trijām jau četrām dienām. And about three or four days later. Es internesā izlasīju, ka šis vīrs ir aizgājis mūžībā. I read in the internet that this man had passed away. Cik daudz tāds stāsts mēs varētu klausīties? Ah, uh, how many of these stories of hurt we can hear but ciklabe ka mēs tos pat arī nedzirdam but maybe it's good that we don't hear all of these varbūt mēs ļoti lepni palikt par to otherwise we'd become very very proud bet paldies dievam ka varam kalpot viņu darbā but i thank god that we can work in his work kā jau sacījis esam šeit lai būtu kopā ar brūs hess as i said i came here to be together with brūs hess <laughs> Excuse me, I'm getting old. <laughs> and I can't control my emotions as well. But thank you, Bruce. Thank you for your service. When we had our 25th anniversary, Bruce, for an entire week, came and served a Christian radio to meet with our listeners. I know that physically that was not easy. 
Tas bija ar sāpēm. That was with pain too. Bet paldies, Bruce. But thank you, Bruce. Es neesmu <laughs> es labprāt atvest kādu medaļu no padomju savienības laikiem. <laughs> I kind of even like to pin the medal like back in the old Soviet days on Bruce. <laughs> Piespraust. Zelta apgalvojumu. Sort of a gold medal. Oh, es to neesmu atveicis. Well, I didn't bring a gold medal. Es arī neesmu atveicis kādu lielu banku šķeku. And I haven't brought a big check from a bank. Bet ko es esmu atveicis? Es esmu atveicis pateicību no mūsu radio klausītāju. But what I bring to you is the thanks from our radio listeners. Mūsu radio klausītāji mūsu klausās gan Dānijā, Somijā, Zviedrijā, Anglijā. Our, our listeners are in, in Denmark and Sweden and Norway and England. Spanī, Vācija, Čehija, Krievija. In Spain, in Czech Republic and Germany. Austrālija, Kanāda. In Australia and Canada. Protams, arī Amerika. And also in America. Paldies, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Es zinu. I know. Es zinu to, ka jums uz... I know this, that you'll have a wonderful crown in heaven. And my grandma used to say, Tāli, because you're serving God, you'll have a crown in eternity with a lot of little pearls. It'll symbolize those that have received the message of Christ. And now, Bruce, you're going to have a whole lot more than me. But I'm not at all jealous. But I know, Bruce, that you as well as I will place that crown at the feet of Christ. And I want to pray together with you. As was 30 years ago. Dear Father, thank you that you're so wonderful. Thank you that we can serve you. Thank you that you have uh, looked upon us. Thank you that you have saved us with the precious blood of Christ. And thank you that we can take this message now 30 years. Thank you for Brother Bruce. Thank you that we can here serve together. And I pray for your blessing, your grace in the coming years. Bless Bruce. Bless him and physically. And financially. And bless his family. And bless this church. And bless each and every member that has uh, answered your call. In, in God's grace to be together. Lord, we bless you and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
Well, praise God, right? What a wonderful opportunity for us to celebrate what God is doing uh, around the world. And you know, this summer, uh, we've been celebrating Bruce and Janet's 40 years here at Wildwood. And on August the 18th, we're actually going to be dedicating a portion of our service to, to really celebrating and remembering that. And as a part of that, we were reaching out to those where places where Bruce has had ministry over the years. And one of those locations, of course, was in Latvia. So reached out to Talos and asked him if he would be able to maybe send a short video clip or maybe write a few words. And next thing I know, he had bought an airline ticket. And so what a, what a gift uh, to be here with us, with his, with his wife as well. And we're just so thankful for the ministry that God is doing in the nation of Latvia and how he's using Bruce. Now, uh, if you're interested more in what Wildwood is up to in Latvia, not only is are we a part of Latvian Christian Radio, but also we're a part of hosting an orphan camp every summer. And some of you have gone, some of you have supported that ministry. But if you want to know more about what happened on this last trip, we actually have started a new podcast called This is Wildwood. It's about 10-minute episode every week that highlights a little bit about what God has been doing through Wildwood here and around the world. And this week's episode actually highlights what happened at last summer's orphan camp. So we'd love to have you check that out and follow along each and every week. Well, this morning we are celebrating baptisms. Uh, that's why we are here today. You may have come this morning and expected to go to your class or your kids to go to their class, and you looked around and a number of rooms were closed, and you were pointed in this direction, and you might at some level feel a little inconvenienced today because we are not running in our normal rhythm with all of our normal programming. But here, I want to let you all know a wonderful secret. Today, this is not an inconvenience. But this is a privilege because as we gather here today, we get to celebrate what God has done in the lives, not just of people in the past or in history, but what God has done in the lives of people right here around us. And this morning, five people in the 945 service and then nine here in this service, 14 total, we are celebrating God's work of grace in their lives, leading them to faith in Christ. Today we are celebrating their new life in Jesus. We're not producing it. The water in this tank does not generate life. But this is a symbol that reminds us of all 14 of these folks' connection to Jesus because of their faith in what he has done on their behalf, dying on the cross for their sins. And when we think about a biblical context for this, this idea of baptism, uh, we really had a wonderful setup for that today with Talos sharing. Because we baptize because Jesus commanded us to go into all the world and make disciples of all people. And one of the things that he called us to do was to baptize them in his name. When Jesus gave his great commission in Matthew chapter 28, he says, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. This is what it says in Matthew 28, baptizing them in the name of Jesus and teaching them to obey all that he has commanded you. Now, when we gather today, we're just in that that tradition and following that direction, baptizing people into the name of Christ. But when you think about a scope so large as all the nations, a scope that would include the nation of Latvia and Spain and 
Czech Republic and Germany and Canada and the United States and all the places that we have seen where Latvian Christian radio goes, when, when the scope is so large, how is it that the gospel might penetrate a world that from our perspective is so large? And the reality is the way that God has done that historically is he has done that by taking the gospel into different locations. And it begins when the gospel goes into a city. And so in the New Testament, we have examples like the city of Philippi, where in the city of Philippi, the gospel shows up when the apostle Paul and his associates take the good news of Jesus Christ there in Acts chapter 16. Now, Philippi was a city that was a leading city in the area of Macedonia. It was a very prominent city in in Europe. And we think about reaching nations, it begins when the gospel shows up in a city and God begins to change the heart of individuals in that city and leading them into a relationship with him. And that's exactly what we see in Acts 16. One of those individuals who first heard that message was someone by the name of Lydia. And we see her story in verses 14 and 15 of Acts 16 where it says this, it says, one who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged us saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And so she prevailed upon us. So Paul and his associates, they show up and they begin proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. They talk about his death on the cross and his resurrection and how he has provided a way for their sins to be forgiven and to spend an eternity with God in heaven. And Lydia hears this message and she believes it. But what does she do then? Lydia goes home and she tells everyone in her family the message that she had heard. She invites the missionaries to come and to proclaim that message inside of her household so that everyone in her household hears this message and they believe it. So they are then baptized. And so we see a city being transformed as an individual comes to faith and then through that individual, their network, their household has an opportunity to respond as well. We see that not only happen with Lydia, but we see it happen with another convert in the city of Philippi, and that was the man who ran the jail there. And in, as chapter 16 continues, we, we see the gospel show up and be presented to this jailer. The jailer, through some miraculous events, comes face to face with this reality, and it says in verse 30, it says, then he brought them out and, and said to Paul and his associates, he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said to him, believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your entire household. In other words, this message is available not just to you, Philippian jailer, that was his first name and his last name, in case you're wondering, Philippian jailer. Mr. Jailer, to you. Um, but he, he goes to him and he, and he, and he says to this, this jailer, this, this message is for you, but it's not just for you only. It has the opportunity to be embraced by all that you know. Everyone in your network, everyone in your household, this message is for them. And so the jailer takes that message home. And it says in verse 32, they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them that same hour of the night and washed their wounds and he was baptized at once, he and his entire family. Then he brought them up into his house, set food before them 
and he rejoiced along with his entire household that had believed in God. And so we see the strategy of what God does to reach nations. It begins with the gospel showing up and the good news of Jesus Christ being proclaimed. And as it is proclaimed, individuals embrace it, but then they take it back to their families who are transformed and ultimately to cities and ultimately the world is changed. But the pattern is clear. The gospel is presented, people believe it, and then they are baptized. Friends, in today's baptism service, we have the privilege of seeing nine people just in the next few minutes profess their faith in Christ and be baptized. When you came in, you got a little blue piece of paper like this that has their names listed on it. Take it out if you got your bulletin and just look at it. Just look for a moment at the the folks who are there and scan down that list of names. You know, one of the things that will happen as you do that is you'll notice that several people on here have the same last name. But guess what? They're not being baptized today because of their last name. They're baptized today because they have embraced Jesus Christ, each individually, as their Lord and Savior. They are trusting in Him. And today, we're seeing evidence of households following Christ. The way that we are going to celebrate that life that has come to these individuals is going to be through water baptism. As They will come into the tank, and we will hear their story of how they have trusted in Christ, and then we will take them beneath the water, reminding all of us of their connection with Jesus' death and burial, like a burial going down, reminding us that that which is a part of them that is worthy of God's wrath and judgment, their their sin that is worthy of judgment was buried with Christ. And then we'll bring them back up out of the water, reminding all of us that just as Jesus rose from the dead, so too they have the opportunity to walk about in a newness of life. 